0: Liberty Station is brought to you by my good friends at Devoted Capital, where they believe how you profit matters. They're dedicated to helping you align your investments with your values, empowering you to a life well lived. Welcome to Liberty Station. I am Bryce Eddy, and we are uh, working very hard here to be a threat to the Great Reset, and we love to invite heroes on this show and other people that are aggravating the left and aggravating the uh, current tyrannical power structure that we have here in the state of California. And today on this episode, um, I get to spend some time with uh, council member Jessica Alexander out of Temecula. And uh, Jessica, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy you are. And I'm, I'm happy we got connected because, boy, are you aggravating people right now. And uh, you are a, uh, a hero for pro-life. And um, I want to hear your story. So uh, why don't you first, like, give your sort of high-level bio. And then let's, uh, let's launch into, um, you know, what you're doing and, and uh, you know, why you're on fire right now
1: outstanding yes yeah. so uh just to give you a little bit of a background i've always been that warrior type and protector so uh since the beginning mm-hmm. uh, many years ago i uh you know i was called to be a marine uh, i was guarding the embassies overseas for uh, for several years ended up leaving there went into the police department as a new york city police officer for a few years and then my husband who i've known since uh since the marine corps whisked me away and he was uh He's in the marine corps he just retired forced retirement shall i say because of what ended up going on recently and yeah, yeah. Uh, so long of the short i ended up uh, also on i was called by the lord to city council and i was also called to the lord to uh, be the center director here at birth choice so uh it's amazing to see how everything's kind of moving and uh getting put together to be anointed for for this position so it's amazing
0: yeah. So um, all right. So talk about why you have been in the news and why you're being excoriated by the left right now, because uh, that is the the reason that we're having you on. So let's talk about that.
1: Well, uh, lots of things going on. Governor Gavin Newsom has, just as of yesterday, uh, decided to sign 13 bills. And again, 13 bills. And uh, this was on Tuesday into law for California some of them being AB 1666 and AB 2223. Uh, Just to give a quick oversight of what that is, uh, AB 1666 is the infanticide bill, and AB 2223 created our state to be a sanctuary city or a sanctuary state for abortions, allowing people throughout the entire United States or anybody who comes into our borders illegally to be able to find refuge and have... uh, have a have an abortion here, paid by our tax dollars. So uh, I decided yeah, to
0: get right. Yeah, you want to murder babies? Come to California. I right? mean that it's it's such a it's such an absurd thing. You know we uh, we have a lot of. Uh, I mean this show, of course, supports pro life, but um, you know supports it aggressively. Uh, and so we have a lot of uh, pro life warriors on this uh, show, and and I you know personally support and give to. Um, the groups that are fighting for life and uh, one of the things that I keep saying is okay we got to we got a moment to celebrate with Roe v. Mm -hmm. Wade but I said right right after that happened okay it's going to get real dark now yes because you are going to have now the battle you know um, is is now being waged at the state level and it's going to be waged also at the local level which which is what you're doing. And, and we've got our work cut out for us now because the um, evil is so animated right now with this uh, defeat of Roe v. Wade. You know, they are, they are um, you know, their ranks are swelling, you know, they're getting violent, they're getting even more vicious. Um, and, and it's so uh, absurd to really think about how hard they are fighting in order to kill babies.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, uh, you know, I was created as a warrior and I am not going to put up and listen to people tell me that 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 is not a baby and that is not life. And that was my biggest take is I kept looking at this as if we can all sit there on the dais, all five council members and agree that from the point of conception that that is a life. Well, according to the Constitution that I swore an oath to on the for California and the United States that i am sworn to protect all life and that means that unborn neighbor and resident that i am sworn to protect and uh if that means from our state foreign or domestic that's my job so yeah
0: so now what what i understand you are doing is really i mean essentially advocating there in your city that you're a sanctuary for life i mean is that is that really kind of what you're what you're proposing and fighting for tell me how that's that's going and tell me about the other uh, members on the council and you know, and and how how that's all playing out right now.
1: Well, uh, as of right now, we just had our meeting on Tuesday and the wonderful news decided to push it out as Jessica is trying to ban abortions. And everybody should know that it's I can't ban abortions as much as I like to. We can have the conversation, but, you know, it's not happening. So the media pushed it out. The AG of uh, California decided to send us a letter, I think it was Thursday or Friday before the meeting, saying that we will be uh, brought into a lawsuit, meaning the city, if we move forward with this uh, mm-hmm. abortion, uh, you know, abortion ban. And I was like, nobody's talking about an abortion ban. All I'm talking about is having a refuge for the families and these babies to find a place to rest and be, and be protected. And so uh, that was the biggest attack from the council members because they didn't understand what that meant. Right. The other fact is we couldn't have the conversation because of the wonderful Browns Act that uh, was um, was placed in here that we were unable to even have a deeper conversation of what that looked like.
0: So, yeah, so first, so so let me pause you right there because for the audience, talk about what the Browns Act is. I know what it is, but some of our listeners may not. So just hit, hit what that means.
1: Absolutely, thank you. So one of the things that we are not allowed to do as city officials is have a, a conversations behind closed doors per se, so that way uh, backroom deals don't get made. And right. so, you know, it, it, it sounds good overall, but the fact of the matter is it gets us to the point where we can't have any conversations. People get intimidated. Um, you know, a lot of lies and deceit comes out at the dais. And so it just makes all of us look bad and we can't have conversations in truth uh, that need to be had. So we can only talk to one member of the council at a time about any specific item dealing with the city.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I talk about this and I've written articles on this, but, um, when, um, the law surpassed morality as the kind of guiding, uh, light for us, that's when, you know, we, we started to try to prevent, um, you know, corruption from happening at the legal level. And then what we did was there's whole other consequences. And, um, And that the truth is, is, you know, we should be able to discuss things, you know, uh, among moral people, moral leaders behind closed doors. You know, you should. And that but that call for transparency, which transparency is important and all of that stuff, you know, is is a is a very good thing. But now it has these other intended consequences because we are no longer really a moral people. We are no longer governed by moral. It's all about this endless set of laws, which is why. You know, every day our, our state legislature has to, you know, pass or, or sign, you know, 13 new bills or, you know, whatever it is. You know, it's it's this constant onslaught because we're no longer ruled by morality. And 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 it's a shame.
1: Absolutely. And that's the thing is is it it, it limits our ability to govern. As local right. officials, we the more that they keep putting on us, the less we have control over. So if we are in direct uh, ability to talk with our residents and what they want, the state keeps coming in on every effort, especially here in California, to say, no, you are not in control. You're our puppets. You will do as I say. And uh, I just don't play that game. I just don't. And I've been fighting ever, ever since I got on the dais. I know the Lord has anointed me for that. And I'm not trying to be mean or, or cruel, but I'm bringing up truth because like you said, there is an agenda and the agenda is dark. And if, unless it gets exposed and spoken about, they will continue to push and push the envelope until they have their full boot on somebody's face and they won't have it on mine.
0: Yeah. Well, and then they're playing the media games because, of course, you know, yeah, you do not have the power to ban abortion in your city. Um, you do not have the power to born abash, uh, uh, to ban abortion in the state. But, of right. course, the media will say that that's what you're doing, you know, because they don't care about the truth. They only care about lying. They only care about the, the public relations game that they play. And they want to manipulate the minds of everybody so that, you know, hate is thrown your way. Um, you know, that, that you have all of these headwinds in front of you. Um, and, and the reality is, is, hey, you know what? Um, we as a city want to be a refuge for people uh, that, that um, you know, want, want to be pro-life. And, you know, it's funny because, of course, they are um, the, the sanctuaries, uh, the, the cities, sanctuary cities for all sorts of evil are all over our country now. Um, yes. You know, and, and that that is their you know, favorite thing to say. Yes. You know, we're we're now a refuge for whatever evil you want to commit. And, and I always wonder what's next for them because they they keep ratcheting up. I, I say all the time that the Slippery Slope people really mm-hmm. deserve our, our uh, congratulations because they they were right 20 and 30 years ago as to where we'd be ending up. Do you know whom you're voting for? With every product you buy and every dollar you spend, you are casting your vote. Devoted Capital offers values-based investing portfolios that are designed to help you reach your financial goals, all the while making a positive impact on your life and the world around you. They are dedicated to educating, engaging, and empowering you to be wise with your investments and to equip you to be knowledgeable with your vote. Visit their website at devotedcapital.com to learn more about values-based investing or dial 805-372-0821 to speak to your values investor advocate today. Investment advisory services offered through Alliance Advisory and Securities, LLC, registered investment advisor.
1: A hundred percent. And that's where I I believe these churches, I mean, the churches have to start standing up. Um, I'm just hoping and praying that more churches are going to stand up to the roles that they've been given authority to, you know, if if we're called to everywhere we step, that we have authority um, from the kingdom of God, like own it, especially when we're fighting evil. This is not that hard. It really isn't. If God is protecting us, he is ahead of us. What are we afraid of, of speaking truth? And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm blessed to be with a pastor who is, who is, I'm just going to say he's hardcore. He's amazing. And who Who
0: is he? Let's give him a shout out. Let's give the Pastor church a shout Tim out as well.
1: Pastor okay, I'm sorry. I was... That's
0: okay. okay. Pastor, Pastor Tim Thompson. Thompson.
1: From the 412 Church.
0: All right. All right. I love it. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I uh, we, we do know who he is, so that's great. Um, and if you want to ever come up our way and, um, you know, uh, see our church and, you know, speak and all that stuff, we'd love to have you. Um, it, it would be wonderful.
1: Please. I'd love to. Invite me up. I'll definitely come up there for sure.
0: All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll make that happen. Um, so talk a little bit about, I mean, I know you're saying that, that your fellow city council members are, you know, being intimidated by this stuff and, you know, getting, you know, getting some of the flack, um, uh, from, from what you're doing. Um, what, what are they saying either publicly or what are they saying, you know, when you're having those, um, legal one-on-one conversations?
1: Well, it was interesting because unfortunately, uh, one of the one of the city council members that I was confiding in, and he was going to bring this forward. It was one of the things that he was going to support me on, and unfortunately, at the last minute, he bailed, and yeah. it was heartbreaking because he's a brother, and I'm supposed mm-hmm. to have three other brothers and you know two brothers and a sister up there with me, and I knew I had at least uh, one that was going to stand for truth. And right at the last minute he caved. And so it, it's kind of heartbreaking to see that, uh, you know, again, the fear sets in every time people are so scared of, of nothing, of pressing a button. It wasn't, he didn't even have to say anything. He could have just pressed a button and, and gone with it, but he chose not to, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And, and sadly, you know, um, men with respect to this issue um, are, are showing a tremendous lack of courage. Uh, right. I, I, did a I, I attended Lila Rose's live action uh, awards gala um, a couple of weekends ago and I did a um, I posted on my Instagram feed um, a little sort of some thoughts that I had with respect to this and one of the things that I said was this is a man's fight too
1: yeah.
0: and and basically had a little bit of a call to action to guys because not only this is murdering babies but it's raping women's souls and for us to continue to hang in the back because of these, what I, I called the shrill harpy scolds and effeminate men that are telling us that this is not an issue that we should be fighting for as well. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, so we we need to ignore them. And it's sad because what happened was he bowed to the pressure. He, you know, he felt the heat got, you know, became afraid. And the truth is, is when we press forward, and and we uh, we we get blessed and, and you know, God does support us and the community supports us. Um, and and you know what? We don't always know, like, you know, right at those moments, I mean, you might be facing a, a tremendous pressure, you know, you might be being called all kinds of nasty things online and all that stuff. But you know what? When, when they know you don't really care, you have so much power over them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. 100%. And it just, it just breaks my heart. That's really what it is because they could be doing such amazing work. And there could be just, and I truly believe that there would have been a huge blessing over our city. Yeah. Uh, I've already seen our city going down in a lot of ways. Uh, they opened up a race, equity, diversity, inclusion, uh, what was it, resolution two years ago. And it began to just unfold a lot of darkness, unfortunately, and open the gates. And I really, truly thought that this was a way to, you know, just remove, asking for God to remove some principalities. And it's all on him. But, you know, we've got to want it as a city, too. And those city council members had that option to be able to lean into him and asking for that. And they didn't. They didn't. They just stopped him. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's sad, and 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 yeah. I mean, the uh, whole diversity and inclusion thing that's going. You know, like we have we have probably one of the most inclusive communities around. And by community, I mean our church, and you know who we're all a part of in terms of our conservative walk and 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 our values. I mean, I, we could care less what your color is, and and we could care less what your immutable characteristics are. And and uh, as a result, you know, we we flourish. Um, but what they what they don't want is they don't want Conservative diversity. They don't want. They don't want. Um, you know, black and brown and you know uh, people of color who are conservative. That's not what they want. So they want to force on us this fake diversity as a uh, a fake value, and they want to force us instead of you know letting people you know live together, uh, you know, enjoy the the merits of hard work and all of those sort of things and if we don't embrace their ideology along those lines, then of course, you know, we're, we're racist. And then of course we're this, forget the fact that again, we, we have uh, the most multicultural, um, you know, uh, group of human beings on the planet. So it's so silly.
1: I know, I know, but, uh, it's, uh, but it's interesting because that's how I feel like our community is too. It's, it's, um, we're, we're very, we're still a very conservative area, but we're losing ground, unfortunately. And, uh, I'm just going to fight for everything I have to help people see that we are a wonderful community that can thrive together. Hopefully they can see it's under the Lord, you know, uh, but people need to speak out. And I just, I know there is so much potential for this city to just do amazing things we have done in the past, you know, but, um, we're going to lose that if we don't continue to step up. And I can tell you this much, which was a blessing is I'm getting so many emails and so much can, uh, so many people are connecting, just saying, thank you for doing what I did. And all awesome. I can say is it all
0: because of him. Yeah, praise God. Praise God. Yeah, well, the left, um, you know, they bring rot and they sow division everywhere they go. And their policies never stand up uh, to any real scrutiny. Most of it's based on their own, you know, feelings and emotional, um, you know, dispositions. And they're generally unhappy people. And, um, you know, we're, you see the fruits of that very, very quick. Um, So I I understand you, uh, you have like five kids or something like that and homeschool them all. Let's talk about that.
1: We do. So like I said, my husband, unfortunately, because of the situation with the military, he was forced out of the military because he wouldn't take the shot. And uh, the Lord was very clear. Uh, He has a mission. And so we have a from a kindergarten all the way up to a senior this year. And we decided with the situation, we were even going to a Christian school but we saw the the, the influx of kids coming from public schools in there and even a little bit of a change. I said, you know something? The Lord showed us all the the cards in front of us and uh, he put it on my husband's heart to just start homeschooling. And so I help out in the morning what I can and then I have birth choice or, or I'm the center director here or I go over to the city council on certain days as well. So we just work as a family unit and it's working for right now and we're really actually excited about what's going on.
0: Amen. That's great. Yeah, you know, um, let's touch on that with school for a moment, uh, because when we began homeschooling and we we started, um, my girls now they both just my oldest two just graduated from high school, and my uh, my thirteen year old is is now in her uh, first year high school, and we've homeschooled since they were like uh, my oldest two were first and second grade. And the reason we pulled them out was because in the private Christian school that they were in, what I noticed was a lot of—and and it was a good school and great yeah. teachers and all that. But because of the wealthy people who did not share our values but knew that the public schools were failing, did not want their kids to go to public schools, put their kids in this you know Christian school— And uh, I I think at the time, it it didn't have maybe a strong enough culture of, you know, hey, uh, declaration of our faith and, you know, all of that. And so you saw the lifestyle differences of what was being led and, you know, what the kids were watching in their homes and things like that. My wife was driving to a field trip with uh, a number of kids in the car, and my daughter, uh, my oldest, was talking animatedly about watching the Ernest Shackleton documentary with me um, over the weekend. And she was all excited. Okay. And she's describing what was going on. And, and some, you know, little kid in the back, just being a little kid, but he, he, he made snoring noises, you know, boring. And then started to describe what he was watching in his house. And mm. my wife was like, mm, no. We're not going to we're not going to be, uh, you know, watching The Real Housewives or Bachelor. Yeah. And this kid should not be talking about this, you know, with my daughter, you know. And, and and we my wife had been starting to, you know, God was laying on her heart that we should homeschool. But um, but I wasn't quite there yet. And when she came home and told me, hey, I see a long term problem here. And it's like, yep, you're right. You know, we need to do it. And, uh, and it's been such a blessing. And uh, my, my three daughters will eat the lefts kids for lunch. My <laughs> girls are <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, and CrossFit not- athletes, high-level musicians. Uh, that, you know, they are amazing, smart as whips. With the consumer price index increasing yet again, the stock market has been in absolute turmoil. What's our illustrious leader doing to quell the surge of inflation? Oh, yeah spending more money, and adding to the burden. Don't bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. Do something about it. Diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Text Liberty to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you to do it. Join their thousands of satisfied customers and secure peace of mind for the upcoming storm. Text LIBERTY to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today.
1: They do, and they really. I'm noticing they have more time to focus on things that they don't get at school. And I'll tell you, we have three boys and two girls, and it's incredible because now that my husband's home, I see him able to pour into my boys, especially. Yeah. Has never been able to be poured in, and I know my husband. It was, you know, former Marine, 34 years in. You know, he's like, "You want me to do what?" And I'm like, "I think the I feel like the Lord's calling you," and he finally felt the calling. And uh, but now my boys are getting learning how to be men, like true godly yes. men. And I'm like, what else could I ask for? You know, uh, it's incredible. But that's what we were finding at our school too, is the same thing you were saying. It wasn't about the faith. It wasn't about uh, the reason of, you know, learning godly values. It was just about being safe because we have money and we want to become uh, coming from a prestigious school. And uh, so I was like, well, we can call our something, our something really fancy-schmancy too and uh, be just, if not better, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, Amen, and and the the facts are too. Uh, boys are not meant to be sitting in those classrooms, yeah. and neither really are girls in the same way, you know. But these yeah. classrooms are designed to stifle children's energy, and especially boys. And boys need to be active and. Um, you know, boys t- can be sometimes a little bit more of sprinters when it comes to th- their learning styles and, and you know, hands on and all that. And boys and girls are so different in these things. And what, what our um, school structure our common way of doing it, especially in the government schools, is to really stifle boys, try to make them more like girls, feminize them. Um, yes. and, and so much of that is destructive and horrific for the long term. And I think part of the seeds that were sown in our country that way are the reason that men aren't standing up and doing what they need to now. Because you just go back 100 years and, you know, boys were tougher because they needed to be tougher because they were working <laughs> with their hands. They were, you know, they were out there, you know, doing doing harder labor and not sitting behind screens. And and, and it's got deleterious effects. So, you know, yeah, so homeschool allows um, uh, boys to express themselves a heck of a lot better and they Mm -hmm. come out a heck of a lot better.
1: Amen. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Now, this is where I have to do my disclaimer for the audience. Not everybody can homeschool. I get it. I understand it. (laughs) I'm not saying that everybody should, but I'm saying it is a rocking way to do it and sacrifice if you can.
1: Absolutely. Like I said, for us, it was, uh, it was a change and obviously we had to let go of some stuff, but we just, we are reaping the rewards, you know, tenfold, no doubt about it in just a couple weeks. So.
0: Yeah. Well, good, good for you. So, so talk about the organization too. Um, you know, birth choice, uh, did I get that right?
1: Yes. Yes, you did. So, uh, birth choice is a ministry who we're, we're a pro-life ministry. We're here to support the moms. That's our biggest thing. And uh, we want to ensure that if we can save the mom, we can save the baby. And so what we are is a ministry who we do free pregnancy tests. We do free ultrasounds. And so many people feel as if we are that type of ministry. It says, oh, okay, keep the baby and we're going to let you go. But the fact of the matter is, is here at birth choice, we go above and beyond uh, because that's what we're called to do. So We walk through that pregnancy with her as far as resources and education. And then after she has that baby up to the age of two, uh, she gets to uh, receive material assistance, which is diapers, wipes, formula, food, clothing, toys, uh, whatever they're needing. And we help them along those ends. We also continue their education to be able to earn points so that we want them to learn and earn something where they can earn car seats, strollers, uh, whatever they're needing for the baby. And we have a men's program, so we want to be able to, you know, we iron sharpens iron. So we have a fatherhood project. So we want to be able to unite the family, depending upon what that looks like. There may be some families co uh, co-parenting. There may be some parents just wanting to parent or fostering whatever that looks like. So we want to really wrap our arms around that family and give them as much as we can. And then we also have uh, we have a we have a class a course called. Um, I'm just blanking here for a minute, just a grief and loss class. So if a, if a mom comes in and she's had an abortion, we know that she needs help. There's a lot of grief and a lot of loss. So we want to come in and be able to, it's a Bible study, to bring her God's word and truth and have her heal from the inside out to be completely uh, freed of anything uh, that the enemy has lied to her about.
0: Well, well, uh, all of that blows me away because the left has told me that we as conservatives, we as Christians don't care about the mothers. We don't care about the babies after they're born. We don't care about the fathers. We don't care about supporting them. We just uh, don't want them to be able to make this uh, this health care choice. Yes. So, yeah. So, you know, it just blows me away. I can't even believe. It, yeah, break, it breaks no.
1: my heart. It brought, because, I mean, a perfect example, it was put on my heart. I was working with one of our clients, probably about a uh, six weeks ago. And it was put on my heart that she needs a car. Uh, she had to sell hers, unfortunately, so she could eat. She was uh, trying to pay wow. for uh, her, her granddaughter that she was taking care of who had health issues. And here comes birth choice. It got put, put on my heart. I, we have a, a networking system that we work through to connect with the churches and it was put out there within about a month. We had her a car we had a car for her. And uh, she ended up getting a job after that. She got a promotion just shortly after that and a raise. Praise so, God. It's amazing. We, we I love what I do. I come here and I see miracles every single day. So I'm like, why wouldn't I want to come to work? It's It's a wonderful place to be.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And, and it is, it's so absurd that the attacks on the pro-life movement are that we really don't care about kids. We don't really care about anything beyond, um, you know, just uh, not allowing a woman to have rights over her own body. Um, because of course, that's not true. And you're, your, you know, your organization is not the only one doing this. Um, and and uh, we need to be supporting organizations like Birth Choice, but all of them out there that are helping women through these difficult times and helping them get set up and helping them continue to get the, their needs met, whether it is counseling, whether it is, you know, physical needs and, and you know, material needs and everything else. So, you know, praise God for that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if, if I can encourage anybody, if they ever want to get involved in something, go look at a pregnancy resource center because the, our pregnancy resource centers are just incredible. I mean, everyone obviously runs a little bit differently, but um, we just end up coming back from Arizona with a care network uh uh, we just had a huge meeting with all of these pregnancy centers within the United States. And it was beautiful to be able to see all of us coming together on the same page and, uh, just wanting to get information and learning how we can help out families in general. And it was beautiful. It was a big conference uh, in Arizona. So it it was a good, good time for a week, just building with others with the same mindset and vision. It's really amazing.
0: Yeah. Amen. Now have you guys, um, you know, received, uh, at, you know, at birth choice, have you received, uh, attacks from, um, you know, from the left, uh, have you, um, you know, taken a- any extra heat since Roe v. Wade? I know a lot of organizations have, and, you know, of course, you know, Jane's Revenge and some of those, um, mm. you know, militant, you know, Antifa led organizations have, uh, you know, bombed and firebombed and, you know, all kinds of organizations. Of course the FBI doesn't care about that, but, um, but uh, have you have you guys had any of that pressure at all?
1: Uh, we have not currently right now. Uh, well, let me reword that. We haven't up until probably about today. So because I went up against, uh, you know, asking the city council for this, we actually now are being told that we're going to be sued. And mm-hmm. uh, as myself, city birth choice uh, as a class action lawsuit. And we're sitting there and what what are you guys talking about? And it's just they're going to try every tactic possible. But I will tell you, we have been in a, you know, we ramped up a little bit of our security and things like that, uh, but been really safe. It's been great. We've had a lot of um, help from, you know, just people in the community to rally around and just make sure that we're in a good safe spot.
0: Yeah. Well, well, I do understand why they're irritated because Elizabeth Warren told me that you guys um, uh, trick uh, people into having babies and, uh, you know, what a knucklehead.
1: It's sad. It's sad. And and that's and it's interesting because it's t- the complete opposite. They're upset because we educate women on this, on yeah. the truth. You know, we actually give them the choice. You know, we, we there are choices. And obviously, as Christians, for us, there are only two choices. There's parenting or, you know, uh, adoption. But we do inform them about what truth is and what adoption looks like. We don't show them gross pictures. We don't want to traumatize them. We just want to bring truth. But that's where this class comes in for grief and loss. So if they decide to go through that, they can be brought back in and be and shown that there is forgiveness and love and yeah, uh, that the hope that. Back there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We have two major tragedies in this country that I take personally, and it's poor health and veganism. Battle both by ordering from my friends at Good Rancher's. of all grass-fed beef is imported from other countries, but because they process it here, they can slap the product of USA label on it. Because of this, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed. Good Ranchers sells 100% American meat. A good ranchers subscription locks in your price to protect you against inflation. Enter code Liberty at checkout for thirty dollars off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com slash liberty. Every item is steakhouse quality, and you can order the finest steaks, seafood, and chicken at half the price of those other online meat guys. And I'll tell you, in direct head-to-head competition in my discriminating household, Good Ranchers just tastes much better. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com liberty. Good Ranchers, American Meat Delivered. Yeah. Amen. Well, listen, it's, um, you know, such important work that you're doing and uh, most of these women that are seeking out abortions. And I, and I do believe the vast majority of them are deceived. Um, The vast majority of them are told a great lie and Mm -hmm. they don't know um, how traumatic they don't know how horrible many of them don't really understand the procedure. Um, and I know a lot of that is kept from them, and and mm-hmm. we've you know unco- uncovered some of those horrors, and, and some of the you know great uh, pro life activists have uncovered the horrors of what goes on in those uh, abortion mills, and and in you know behind the facades of Planned Parenthood, and and these women um, are are being lied to, they're being deceived. It is ugly, it is terrible, um, and uh, and the trauma they don't. They don't understand what that does. They don't get it. They don't get over it the way that they think, which is why you see uh, demonic animation in their eyes when Maybe. they're screaming about you know their choice and all that stuff. You you see it. You see the pain. You see the the uh, you know decision, and, and you see that wickedness kind of rotting in them because you know w- what you'd have to actually reconcile with is. I murdered my baby and, and, you know, to, to actually have to have to kind of come to that understanding that Mm -hmm. that is horrible for these, uh, women, which is why what you guys are doing is so amazing. Can you, can you talk about, uh, some of these success stories? I mean, do you have some, some real, you know, personal anecdotes you can share, um, along those lines of somebody that, that you helped through the grief process?
1: Absolutely. So there are, I mean, we have tons of volunteers and also uh, staff here who I've seen transform from when they first walked in uh, that they, you know, that they talked about having an abortion 60 years ago. And she never revealed that she never said anything to anybody about what ended up occurring. So she was carrying around that weight and that bitter root for so many years. And the Lord brought her in here. And she's, you know, she's well over her seventies. I she's in her eighties, I think, right now. And uh, she's just a blessing. She's so incredible. And I saw the release come off of her, um, you know, within just a couple weeks of her just having an understanding and real true repentance and allowing the Lord to take it out. You know, that bitter root and. Uh, we have a lot of stories like that. It breaks my heart. And that's why I brought this up to the city council because I, I came up and I talked to them. I said, there are a lot of disastrous things that are gonna end up happening if we allow Governor Newsom to come into our state and create a, an abortion sanctuary state with us. You know, I specifically brought up keynote speakers who were uh, who are specialists. I had one lady come in and talk about the trauma of abortion psychologically. I had a nurse come in and talk specifically about the physical um, aspects of what that looks like. I had uh, a pastor come in and talk about the spiritual side of, and the destruction of abortions. I had uh, a woman who actually does our grief and loss classes who's had an abortion come out and give her testimony and what she does. And then I also had a um, another pastor, his name is Pastor Rudy, who is on the CERT team. So it's, uh, he goes out and works with trafficking victims. So search, evangelize, rescue, and train. And he talked about how when there is access to free abortions, crime goes up because these traffickers come in, they end up wanting to have um, you know, access to, to these abortions so they can continue to have these girls work the streets. And through my research, I'm seeing that a lot of these women who are being trafficked will have between one to 20 abortions in their lifetime. Wow. And then eventually it gets to the point where they're not having abortions anymore because their uterus and everything internally is destroyed that they can't even get pregnant. It's it's horrific, And that's what I wanted to show the city. I said, you know, at this point in time, looking at how what's going to come in, it's going to destroy our families. It's going to destroy our people and it's going to bring in crime and trafficking like we've never seen. And we already have such an influx coming up through uh, through, you know, Mexico right now with all of the sex trafficking and all of the human trafficking. It's just going to add more into our city and destroy it. And so that's so my experience, my my professional experience of what I do day in and day out. I get to see uh, what's coming down the line, but they do not want to see truth. They just want to ignore it and let somebody else handle it, and that's where the destruction is going to end up really occurring here in California with this. Uh, it's it's just disgusting and it rips families apart. It whips it rips women apart, and I just wish, like you said, more men would stand up for women, for standing up for women's rights so they don't get destroyed, because that's yeah. their that's their job is for covering us. So. Uh, I'm just hoping more people will step up. I'm hoping more city councils will continue to step up. Uh, I know, like I said, I'm not over with this yet. This is going to continue to be a fight, and I'm not I'm not putting my um, my weapons down just yet.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's uh, also uh, talk about the sheer hypocrisy of Gavin Newsom in putting Bible verse uh, uh, excerpts on billboards. Um, you know that that actually uh, include you know the. <laughs> Um, if he was to, to just put the, the whole chapter or put a couple verses before or after that, uh, you know, it, it would reveal his, his deception, yes. which is interesting there. Um, what, what are some of the other bills that, uh, that have come across his desk in re, uh, in relation to the, the cause of life and abortion?
1: Okay. So I know I mentioned two of them. So those were the main two. Uh, so Going into AB uh, AB 1666, that's creating us as a sanctuary city or a sanctuary state for abortions. Uh,
0: do, do, most, was the irony not lost on them that it's 666 in there? People
1: <laughs> didn't pick that up, and I literally, when I was going through that, reading my, uh, you know, uh, my script there over at City Council, I made sure to really kind of hone in on that, like 1666, and people got it. They see it, uh, yeah. and you know. It talks about in the Bible at end times, it it talks about the calculation. And what's interesting, when you look at the other bill that he put out for infanticide bill, and I'll talk about that in a second too, it's AB 2223. And everyone's looking at it three times two, three times two, three times, it's 666. all <laughs> again. And I'm like, what's wow. wrong with this man? But they have to show their cards. But the infanticide bill, which is disgusting, is let's for an example, because it'll be easier to explain. Let's say I just end up having a baby. And let's say I'm in my home, I have a doula, uh, as long as it's not done under the doctor's hands, if that baby comes out and I decide during perinatal time that I do not want to have that child, I just want to kill my child, I don't want to deal with it, that child can be murdered and there can be no investigation done from the sheriff's or police department or the coroner to find out the reason and the the true cause of that baby's murder. And if for some reason they do decide to uh, investigate, I can actually sue them as the mom. And so that perinatal, so I'll put this out there too, perinatal is not defined here in California, nor in that bill. So what that could mean is depending upon who you're talking to, as far as in California, it can be anywhere up to 28 days, up to a year. So that at
0: that point in time, they, they're basically, it's free reign. Yeah. I mean, it is a, it is a cult of death. It is a, it is a cult of death that we are battling against, you know, of course we're battling against, you know, spirits and principalities and not flesh and blood too. (laughs) And, uh, it's, it's wild. I, I try to sometimes, okay, how do they justify these things and how do they, in, in the writing of these bills, you know, what are they, uh, imagining, um, or what are they trying to sell us on, on why they would allow that? Because there's, you know, no time in, in our previous history could anybody imagine that someone would put forth a bill that allows for that. Um, but but what what if we if you were speculating or if you've heard them talk about it what is it that they're saying is the reason for that part of the bill
1: oh very very clearly well if if I'm a drug addict and I have a stillborn baby then I should be fine that's really their their main thing on that entire bill the it's very unclear they've just kind of threw words out there on a piece of paper it's like word salad So it doesn't make any sense. That's how they do it, as we know. Uh, But that's really it. If for some reason, you know, they just don't want to have the mom uh, get in trouble if there is a, a death of a stillborn because she did drugs.
0: Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Liberty or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Liberty. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com forward slash liberty. PatriotMobile.com forward slash liberty or call 972 Patriot. Okay, so it's relating to a stillborn. Um, but but I mean stillborn's, you know, I mean they're they're born dead.
1: Yeah, but that's the that's the hypocrisy of this whole thing. What, what they're saying throughout the entire bill, they actually had to come back through. I think it was in March or May. They came back through and had to readjust their wording because so many churches were coming out to Sacramento fighting against this. Right. Because they're like, right. and they just, like I said, it, everything's very vague, but yeah. it's painted with very wide brush. So that way it can incorporate a lot of different areas and not be very clear.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, that's that's again, that's what they do. They, you know, they they thrive and uh, earn their way in chaos. Um, And that's why they did what they did with respect to our voting system here and everything else that the left has done over the last several years. And all of the things that they've really pushed, um, they have created chaos and confusion because that's who they are, you know, and and that is, uh, um, you know, sort of Satan's uh, M.O., so that they can um you know pl- play games of of this kind and deceit and all of that. I mean I look at it too that I imagine in their thinking if I were to sell this on their part it's uh it's going to be about the mother of course and and about basically the well she doesn't know she didn't know what she was doing. She how can you prosecute how can you persecute this poor woman who was in such a traumatic situation and, and, you know, her baby ended up dead accidentally, or, you know, Mm. uh, they, I think they want to play, be able to play those games uh, to give, um, you know, people cover um, who do evil things, you know, that's because their tribe is, is, uh, is the evil tribe. So, you know, Hey, let's, let's figure out ways under the cover of law that we can protect people from, from these heinous acts. And again, further devalue life in general. Because the more you push all of this towards the devaluing mm. of life, the more they're able to get away with something next and something right. more egregious.
1: Absolutely, and that's what they're going after. I mean, they're they're definitely going to destroy all of us, or they're trying to, uh, from the families to the kids. And that's that's their biggest angle is they're trying to get at those kids. They're trying to uh, manipulate how they think, how they how they value life, like you said. And it's a very sad story because like your wife was saying before, some of the conversations that end up happening of what goes on in homes is, is it's horrible. And the values and morals are just not there anymore. Parents are so caught up in their cell phones and so caught up with everything else or it's, they're not spending time with their kids anymore
0: and they're not pouring
1: into their kids. So it's destroying our, our, uh, our, our society. And this is why a genocide like this is occurring. 64 million babies. you know, that
0: we know of, you know. Yeah. Well, I I can't think of a single issue right now that that there is moral clarity on both sides on. I can't think of uh, because right now, you know, of course, you would think that um, pedophilia is something we could all agree upon and on, you know, that this is bad on both the left and the right. And, and that right now is crumbling on the left. <laughs> they're, they're starting to show uh, their, their true thoughts about that. They're starting to push yeah. pedophilia to being a, 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 a sexual orientation. They're, they're moving more towards that. They're trying mm-hmm. to change the language. That's what that minor attracted person's language is about. They're starting to come out and, and, and say mm-hmm. these things and throw these little trial balloons up. Um, you know, uh, murder even is excused over and over again uh, and not not said okay yeah that that guy committed a great evil act what they're trying to do is go well what is his motivations and 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 mm. you got to look at this person's upbringing and you know yes. so there's 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 beginning to be zero moral clarity on the left for anything and that that is a wild time to be in theft looting crime in our cities, all of those sort of things, they're, they're starting to to adopt as a as party platform.
1: And it's interesting that you say that because I have, so when I was in the, New, as a New York City police officer, you know, I still have a lot of connections to my old partners out there who I was out on the street with. And it was interesting. I probably about maybe two, three years ago, I got done talking with one of my old partners. He had, I think about two years left until retirement. And he said, Jess, I can't even make an arrest anymore because I'll get sued. I'll yep. get sued. I'll lose my retirement for my family. He says I just can't even do it. I, he's like, all of our hands are tied, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to defund the police, make them look bad, uh, just devalue what they really do. And again, there's another breakdown of society over yeah. and over and over. So and that's create, why. Yeah. That thing.
0: Yeah, and and create central authority, um, you know, over everything um, at every level, which is why you're facing what you're facing as a uh, city council member is they are they're trying the state is is clamping down on even what local authorities can do. You know, they're they're overstepping their bounds to the point that there is going to be one central authority dictating to us all and everybody else is you know, you're just, you're just in pretend roles from there. Because if you don't do, uh, if you don't toe the line, you won't get what you need for the city from the state. You won't get your share yeah. of the things that you get. You know, all of it is predicated upon, you know, uh, financial control that they have everything. And that, and that's, that's the way it's moving. It's the way it's moving rapidly.
1: And it's hard because as a city council member, I was definitely grassroots. I was not one of those people who was like, Oh, I can't wait to be a politician. You know, right. I, I, I never thought I'd be going into this. It was definitely God's hand working on me and saying, no, no, this is what I have called for you. And uh, what's really well, that's
0: interesting,
1: clear because oh, you is. wouldn't
0: be doing any of this <laughs> if you wanted to be a career politician, <laughs> you would, would not, not be, be doing of any of this.
1: But it yeah. was interesting because everything I have fought for the last last two years, almost two years I've been in and it's constantly the state and they just they continue to have their boot on our face and not one of them wants to just think about slipping out from underneath it and actually standing up. You know, it's funny. You're in martial arts, I think you were telling me before. And, yeah. you know, I, I was, you know, I wrestled. That was, I actually was in wrestling as, a, as one of my sports back in. I was in a wrestler school. too. Were you? Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, I mean, I'm a, jujitsu, I'm a jujitsu guy. So, you know, oh, we, uh, no. we're, we're so I haven't given up wrestling.
1: <laughs> no, it's all embedded in it. But you know, it's like thinking about having somebody's pressure on your face, and I'm going, "This is uncomfortable. Why would you want to stay in this position?" And for me, I, I refuse to. That's just I don't. I don't sit on the ground at all, you know. And um, yeah, That's no, great. I'm just I keep doing what I need to do, and um, yeah. telling well, we, him he's not going to be over me for sure.
0: Well, well, uh, all of this is snapped into focus for me now because you know uh, uh, we we teach in jujitsu to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, and. Mm. And you, and you, you have to become someone who is, uh, you know, just resistant to, uh, pressure and everything else. And so that's why you are, uh, being successful in what you're doing. That's why you're able to withstand the, uh, the slings and arrows and, uh, God bless you for it. Uh, God bless you for this fight. Um, you know, we are, we are proud of you here on the show and, and, uh, would love to have you up, um, so let's uh, let's connect on that um, because it would be it would be great to give you some recognition in in our church and uh, and bless you a little bit. Um, you just keep keep up this fight and thanks for you know coming on with me and this was wonderful.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. This was really great and just again getting that story and the information out there, especially before Prop One comes out. Ah, uh, that's a big one for California. So we're hoping that that is not going to pass, and uh, we can just get the truth out there.
0: Yeah. So how do people follow you? How do they support your organization? If you could, uh, you know, give give us uh, those details, that would be great.
1: If I tell you right now, it's it's completely grassroots. Uh, we do have. There is a. Uh, There is a Facebook page that uh, some people in our valley have started. It's called Temecula Stands. So if some people want to link onto there and we're going to start putting information out there as far as what's been going on, uh, you know, ways to be able to connect. Uh, Prayer is going to be, again, huge, but really the word getting out there because Prop 1 is going to put California in a position where on the Constitution, it'll be on the California Constitution that they can legally have abortions as to whatever that looks like. Um, It's just completely open game on children. And so that needs to be squashed. So the more people that have an understanding, it's not about, uh, what is it, women's reproductive rights about the murder of children. And the right wording needs to finally get out there. So I'm just hoping that that can be squashed as well.
0: All right. And then what about birth choice?
1: Uh, Birth choice itself, what a blessing. So uh, you guys can find us, uh, just put birth choice of Temecula or birth choice, uh, uh, birth choice centers. Uh, just put it right into uh, into Google. It will pull up right here in Temecula. We have several centers here, Temecula, Hemet, and Palm Desert. And we're just here helping moms to uh, to just get to that next level in their life and to just enjoy their kids and loving on them.
0: Well, amen. Well, Jessica Alexander, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate you. And uh, keep up the good fight.
1: All right, brother. Thank you so much. And have a blessed day. It was great talking right. to you. All right. Thank amen. You. Amen. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on Liberty Station. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us on Rumble, Liftable TV, or Spotify, or anywhere that you consume podcasts. Please text these episodes to your friends and support our advertisers.